0: all right everybody welcome back into the program as promised joining us now here on espn 1420 the head coach of louisiana's 24th ranked 25th ranked depending on which poll you look at of cajun football team billy napier good morning billy how are you
1: i'm doing great scott how you doing
0: i'm great man it's a uh you got some cool weather out there and um you know you guys are are coming off of a win on Saturday, another another West Division title. I know that you you take things a day at a time, but you also have a list of goals. Winning the West Division, if you have a a, a you know a chalkboard and you're you're ranking your goals, where does that one rank each year because you've been able to do it 3 years in a row?
1: Well, I think at some point uh, you got to start there. You know, I know Uh, Leads to the end goal, you know, which has always been to win our conference and win our league. Um, You know, I was really, really proud Saturday with how we responded. You know, we challenged uh, our young men to really our veteran players uh, to play their best football. You know, and I think when we go back and watch the tape, uh, that's what we see, you know, the best that we have in every position group. Uh, On offense, defense, special teams, we had some really got some, a lot of players really step up and play well. Uh,
0: You know, from my perspective, uh, against the run, the defensive line, in terms of how your D line played, when you compare it to the other games this year, where would you rank Saturday?
1: Well, I think when you when you stop the run, um, you got to play team defense. You know, I think uh, playing defense is is very much. uh, about communication. It's about all eleven players working well together. You know, it's a big puzzle and you gotta get uh the entire thing right. You know, and I thought we got really good play at all three levels of the defense and there's no question at the top of the list was to stop the run. You know, for two years in a row against that group. We struggled with that. And um, you know, I know for Coach Tony and the defensive staff, uh, we worked really hard on it. I thought they had an excellent plan. Uh, we simulated a lot of those looks and practice for the players, and uh, they they had the right frame of mind. I think you got to have the right mindset to go out there and stop the run and play the run that well.
0: Rage occasion at football coach Billy Napier, our guest. I'm Scott Prather, ESPN 1420. You, you got 14 points in the first quarter. You got 28 in the first half, and I know that – the week before, no points in the first half. Scored twenty-seven in the second, but getting off to that good start offensively, um, the, it, it felt to me like Saturday was the best you guys did in that regard. Uh, because you get, you know, you, you get out the gate and the wheels kind of get turning, and from there, it seemed like you guys were really able to do some of the things offensively in the first half you've been wanting to do.
1: Right, and you know, big picture as a team. Uh, we felt like a good South Alabama, one of the keys to victory was going to be starting fast and getting a lead, right, making it uh, try to get out in front of those guys and make them play left-handed a little bit. Uh, we've allowed that team to hang around a little bit in the past, and, um, you know, they've shrunk the game, allowed them to keep handing the ball off, and uh, we certainly needed to get a lead, make them one-dimensional to some degree. Uh, and it worked, you know. And I think when I watched the tape, you know, offensively, uh, some of our best uh, played their best. You know, I was really proud of the offensive line. I thought the tight end room, Johnny Lumpkin, was outstanding. Um, I think Levi was as sharp as he's been. Uh, and then I think we're seeing these young skill players uh, to tight end, receiver, you know, really uh, start to become the best. Uh, that they can be. So we're trying to get hot at the right time. You know, I think that's been our mantra here, and uh, we still got a lot of work to do, uh, but we're trying to play our best football at the end of the season.
0: What do you attribute most to you guys being able to get off to that solid start offensively compared to some of the other games this year where it's taken some time?
1: Well, I think the staff did a really good job. Um, conceptually, I thought we were in some good stuff. Uh, and we had a good strategy. You know, I think that um, you know, you start there, um, and then I think it's all about ownership for the players. You know, I think um, there was something a little different in the air last week because of the implications uh, for the division. You know, I thought we were sharper. Uh, there was much more focus and urgency. I think we respected the, the team we were playing, and we realized – uh, that this was a big game and, we're, you know, we needed to go play well. So, you know, oftentimes it comes down to your attitude and your mindset, um, you know, and I think we had the right one on Saturday.
0: How do you duplicate that this Saturday? Because you've got an FCS school coming in. It's senior day, but how do you how do you as a coach and as a staff get those players and keep their mindset right out the gate the same as it was on Saturday?
1: Well, that'll be the challenge. You know, we talked a lot to the team yesterday about it. Um, I think big picture-wise, if you really do a deep dive into Central Arkansas, you know, uh, you've got to respect the way that they put that program together and some of the competitive games that they've had in their history. So uh, they've got good personnel uh, for that level of football. You know, they've got a corner that just got a senior bowl invite, They've got a number of players that I, I think are good play in our league. So I think the film gets their attention. You know, secondly, it's, it's senior bowl. And, you know, I just really believe in this game, you only get to play so many times, you know, I think uh, we work 24, seven, a lot of time and effort that goes into this game and, and our team for the players, you no know, much less the staff. And I think for them, uh, it's an opportunity to relish, you know, playing this game, man. If you really love to play, it doesn't
0: matter who you play. Rage, Rage head football coach, Billy Napier, our guest, ESPN, fourteen twenty and dot com. I'm Scott Prather. When when going back to Saturday's game, when you've got the twenty eight to ten lead at the half and things are going well, how different is the approach at halftime when you're you're still making, I imagine, in game adjustments, but things seem to be working right. So, just I guess in layman's terms, how different is it? Compare it to perhaps the week before when you don't have any points on the board yet, and you've got to make a number of adjustments.
1: Well, I think the uh, you know the big thing is we we talk a lot about um, you know trying to get better at our processes. You know, I think so. We we stick with the same routine. You know, I mean we we meet as a staff quickly, talk about the good and the bad. You know, maybe anything different, anything we need to get corrected. Um, and then we go meet with the players, uh, individually. Um, and then I'll talk to them briefly before we get back out. But, uh, you know, I think that it happens quickly. You know, I think we made, uh, we st- you know, although the score was what it was, we still uh, several mistakes in the game. You know, I think, so, you know, you stick with that process and that routine and then I try to go back out. You certainly are managing the game a lot differently you know, being ahead about uh, three scores. So, you know, we've been there before. Last year, there was lots of situations like that, but uh, you try to get them in the right frame of mind, zero to zero, you know, go back out and, and start fast again.
0: Percy Butler had a big game, Coach. Uh, I mean, a sack, tackle for loss, uh, interception. Seemed to be very active. I uh, heard Jay Walker call his name a lot on the broadcast. I was producing the game here in the studio, but um, for this young man, you know, the junior out of and his impact, not just uh, if you could speak to his impact on Saturday, but just what you've seen out of him as he's assimilated as a college football player.
1: Yeah, you know, Percy was a member of the first class that we had when we, when we got here. And, um, you know, Percy contributed that first year. You know, I think in the first year he was here, it became very obvious that uh, he had height, length, and speed. He had really good instincts. He could do everything that we would want a safety to do. Um, I thought he took a. I took. I thought he took a really big step last year. Uh, in year two under Coach Tony, just in terms of production, uh, really having a good understanding of what was going on out there. Um, you know, he's a good special teams player. Does a great job on our cover units um, this year. Seen a little bit different side of Percy. You know, really uh, the big uh, thing for him has been to be a better leader, a better communicator, uh, more vocal, uh, and set an example with the way he works and the way he studies film and and doing all the little things the right way. And he's done that. You know, he's really had a presence on defense. He's a great competitor on game day. Uh, He can do it all, and uh, we're certainly glad we
0: got him. Coach Billy Napier, our guest, Kenny Amadeiras, uh 5-for-5 five five on PATs, hit the field goal. I know you said it was going to be a you know, competition in practice leading up to it. Does he now have a, a spot on top of the depth chart, or is the kicking position still week-to-week week for you?
1: No, I think he'd definitely be the leader in the clubhouse. You know, he's going to have to go, um, you know, have a rough couple of days to lose the job. But uh, in general, Kenny's, Kenny's been doing this for a while, you know. We we um, I think Coach Dish has done a nice job technically with Kenny. He's always had ability, uh, but to see Kenny kind of settle in and be a consistent performer, I think has been huge for our team. Um, and it's part of the big puzzle here, right? In terms of getting this team to play its best, is uh, the place kicker issue has been you know, a little bit of an Achilles heel the first half of the season. So to see him kind of uh, come alive and really uh, be a guy that can do his job on a consistent basis, I think it's going to be a huge for
0: us going forward. Sticking with special teams for a minute, Coach, the uh, the fake punt call. Uh, what did you guys see on film? It it seemed from yeah. my angle that it it one guy for South Al just got off the block. It looked like it was set up well. But that's just me you know, watching on a computer screen while I'm in here, listening to the radio call, so um give us the insight into that, and uh obviously it you know Wiggins fumbled, and you guys didn't get the first but what uh what went into making that decision and then just kind of dissect how it all played out for you?
1: yeah, I think in the team meet Saturday when we went over that play, I think we got more ooze and ahs than any other play that we reviewed you know we we um we had exactly what we had practiced. Um, really had the potential to go the distance there, go for a touchdown, but just a you know small margin of error there and make a mistake. Uh, whether we're not reading the block or we didn't execute the block correctly, um, you know. Again, it takes uh, to have a successful play it takes eleven players doing exactly what they're supposed to do. And, we didn't do that. That's as simple as I can put it. Uh, but it was a well uh, designed concept and certainly the right time to call it against the right look. It just did, didn't quite get executed the way we'd like it to.
0: Rage Education head coach Billy Napier, our guest. How are you guys uh, in the health department coming out of that one on Saturday?
1: We're, we're good. We're good. We, um, you know, nothing major. You know, I think your typical bangs and bruises, I think. Um, I think it's another indicator of the job Coach Hockey Coach Richards have done uh, with our players, you know, going all the way back to the spring and summer, you know, in a very unique situation. Um, I think those guys did a terrific job. And for the players to have the commitment and the discipline to work, maybe when in a little bit different circumstance, I think it's paying off for us. We talked about it back in the spring. You know, our discipline and our commitment's gotta be our advantage during times like this and I'm hoping that it can be year down the stretch.
0: It does feel like the last couple of weeks, Coach, you guys have come out of these games pretty healthy. I know early in the season, whether it be COVID or some some injuries here and there, you were shorthanded, but from a depth standpoint you've had Not not your complete roster, but uh, for this point in the season, it seems like you've had the bulky roster the last couple weeks.
1: We're getting there. I think the continuity is helping us. You know, I think we're coaching the same group of players every week in the same roles. You know, I think that's the that's where we've struggled a little bit is in some position groups having continuity. Um, But I, I think that we're benefiting from that. Right, we're benefiting from. Um, these kids have really bought in and are trying to do things the right way when it comes to COVID nineteen and in the normal physical things that we would get from football, uh, we've you know we're living right. I guess I would say
0: ESPN fourteen twenty and dot com. Coach Billy Napier, uh, our guest coach. Um, you played your high school ball in uh, Chatsworth, Georgia, which is just right up there in North Georgia, right on the South Carolina border. Played your college ball at Furman. Uh, your name is. On the, uh, the internets, I don't know if you know, on various websites as you know, candidates for open jobs. South Carolina's job is open. Do you have any comments when your name comes up um, around the internet in the world of college football when a job opens up?
1: Well, you, you guys have been around me for a couple of years now. You know I'm not going to comment on those things. But I do think any time that um, a member of our team – gets recognition or is um, well thought of out there, I think it's a direct reflection of hundreds of people. You know, I mean, we've got so many people that work hard in our organization and on our team, uh, all the way down to the people that clean our building and, um, you know, the the walk-ons on our team that never play. You know, we got a lot of people that take tremendous pride in their role and for us to be where we're at and have success and get recognized and be in those conversations, I think, if anything, it's um, humbling and a, and a direct reflection of lots of people. So uh,
0: you know my only that's fo- what I think about it. My only follow-up question, Coach, is would, is it something that you ever – is it ever a distraction for the team? Is it brought up or is it just always in the shadows and not really talked about?
1: No, I, I don't think it's you know, I, I'll I'll address it if I think it's an issue, but you know, it's not an issue right now. We got work to do and we got a, a lot of things on our mind here trying to get our football team to play the best it's played this year. And there's a lot of a lot of work left to do. You know, we're a little over halfway here and um you know, that's where our focus is at.
0: ESPN 1420 and .com, Ragin' Cajun head coach Billy Napier, 24th-ranked Ragin' Cajuns taking on Central Arkansas this Saturday. 1 a.m. kickoff from Cajun Field, 11 a.m. pregame here on ESPN 1420. It'll be senior day. Uh, You know, senior day, coach, uh, is is always an emotional day. But this year, you know, the seniors, I guess if they wanted to come back and you wanted them back, it's kind of all there. Is this maybe the uh, the most unique senior day you're going to have been a part of?
1: Yeah, it is going to be a little bit unique. You know, we're going to go ahead and have the same routine that we typically would have. And then as those guys make decisions down the road, what they're going to do, you know, we'll kind of have ways to announce that. You know, I think it's uh, a little bit like if you got several underclassmen that could declare for the draft or, you know, make a decision to move on. Um, so we'll handle them individually, you know, but there's no question Saturday we're going to recognize this group of seniors that we do have. Um, and I do think it's a special group, you know, when you, when you take a good look. So I always love this day, and uh, it's important uh, not only to those individuals and their families, but I think it's important for the rest of the team to understand the significance of playing, you know, your last home game, you know, and certainly some of these guys may decide to come back, some may not. So we're going to treat it the same. And then as those decisions are made down the stretch here, we'll kind of announce those guys and let them handle it the way they'd like to handle it.
0: Uh, Levi Lewis saying last week he was planning on on coming back next year. Uh, is that something he, he talked with you about beforehand? Or is this, you know, do you, do you support him? When when they come to you and say, "Coach, I want to come back," do you listen? Do you give them advice? How does that process play out in a year as unique as this one?
1: Well, I think uh, we've known that for a while. You know, I think Levi, being who he is, when he got asked the question, he just told the truth. You know, um, probably you know caught the media off guard, but I think he's known for a little bit. He's coming back. We talked about it. Um, certainly he talked it over with his family and uh, you know we were ecstatic that you know he made that decision so I think um, you know Levi you know the guy's always trying to get better and uh, I think he, he really loves playing the game he loves this place you know and I think really relishes is the opportunity. You know, it's a great time of your life, and I think he's got enough perspective and maturity to understand that. To he, get to do it again uh, is a pretty special opportunity.
0: So yeah, yeah. Um, I senior this year, next year, whatever it might be, it's uh, it's a great opportunity, like you said, for a lot of these guys. If uh, if it is indeed their decision, but he's known for a while, as you said. Um, what was what was your senior day like? whether it be in high school when you played for your father or, uh, or at Furman university, what are your memories of that day?
1: Man, um, you taking me way back there. Uh, I think, um, you know, I probably remember my last games, you know, more than I did senior day. You know, I think, um, I knew I wasn't a pro player, you know, so I knew it was going to be the last time I put a helmet on. So, Those are pretty special, you know, for me. Um, You know, I think especially uh, college, you know, when I love to play now. You know, it's probably got a lot to do with uh, why I coach. It certainly contributes um, because I love to play. But, you know, it's emotional, man. I mean, this is a game that you play. Uh, your whole life to some degree, and you really enjoy all that goes into it. I think probably the part you miss the most is being a part of a team, right? You know, having a role, being a leader, contributing to a team, working towards something uh, as a group. You know, there's a lot of time and effort and relationships that goes into that. So that's what I remember the most um, more than anything
0: when when did you know you wanted to be a coach? Was that something at a young age, watching your dad, or did it come when you were in college? When did you know you wanted to be a football coach?
1: Oh, I mean, as long as, long as I can remember, you know, I mean, I, when I was young, you know, I was in my dad's hip pocket, you know. He was my hero. I watched him every day, wanted to do what he did. I didn't think I'd coach college ball, but I knew I was going to, be a football coach, I thought it was going to be high school football for forever. So, um, you know, I, I've been thinking about it for a long time.
0: And my final question, coach, how much do you cherish having been able to play for your, for your dad?
1: Well, I mean, I think, um, you know, what, nothing, what, nothing easy about it. I can promise you that. <laughs> uh, but, uh, you know, at, at some point there you figured out, you know, and I think it made me better, you know, because you wanted to, you wanted to have a role, you wanted to get to play. You know, I, I wasn't a great player, you know, I was just trying to battle my butt off to even get a chance to run out there. You know, so, um, you know, I think that was the main thing. And then, you know, he was he was tough, um, you know, which is. I probably wouldn't be where I'm at today without that. So I loved every minute of it.
0: Good stuff. Coach Billy Napier has been our guest. Coach, I always appreciate you joining me on Mondays. All the best, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. All right. All
1: right, Scott. Thank you, man. Thank I'll you. See you around.
0: Good stuff from Rage Occasion. Head football coach Billy